0: Fifty episodes in and suck shit, Joe Rogan. Because we are now officially the four millionth most popular podcast oh, on the internet.
1: No, we are the oh yes, we are now the four millionth two hundred and eighteen eight
0: hundred and fourth. Woo! <laughs> Pretty good.
1: Oh yeah! Hey, look, we. Uh, it was only a, a month ago we were. 4,298th, 161st. <laughs> we are climbing our way to the top.
0: I believe we're what's referred to as influencers <laughs> at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, somebody get me a Red Bull.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, we, um, we just spent all of the weekend in a commercial kitchen making up hot sauce because neither of us want to have real jobs. And it was a fucking disaster. Where's you
1: and Lou. You and Lou. This is yeah. not, not the we. This not you, you no, and no. Lou. For
0: yeah. my for my little side hustle that keeps me from having a real job. Mm. So we're in the kitchen and they're making hot sauce. And it, it, it's early in the morning and Lou, who is caffeine sensitive, can't even have a coffee, mm. decides it's time for Red Bull number one. <laughs> now this is like this is like going straight. Like when they talk about gateway drugs, mm-hmm. like you smoke marijuana, that's it. You, this is what it's like. Mm-hmm. She has mm-hmm. gone straight from Stealing a nip of whiskey from your dad's liquor cabinet Mm -hmm. to crack cocaine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At about six o'clock at night, she has Red Bull number two. Is now talking like a cocaine fiend. (laughs) And started complaining of chest pain Mm -hmm. (laughs) at about midnight that night. Couldn't sleep. Mm -hmm. And the the rule about this sort of stuff is, I've just learnt this because I've been a very protected, soft little office boy my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, rule of diminishing returns, and yeah, you know, we'll stick around in the kitchen for fourteen hours. Uh-huh. At about hour ten, shit starts getting dangerous because you're fucking tired. Yeah, yeah. So I've burned myself really quite badly <laughs> with this boiling hot hot sauce. The funny thing is, though, like the burn's almost gone, mm. but it looks like the shape of a W. It looks like the Wu Tang logo. Oh, nice. On my okay. hand? Yeah. So you branded but, yourself. Yeah, but it's kind of pink and puffy. So it looks like at one point mm. I had a Wu-Tang logo tattooed on my hand. But now I've got to get that job at Walmart. So I've had it laser it off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. But see, again, this, this comes back to me where, you know, people always talk about, you know, we, the, you know, the children of today, yeah. you know, we're just not as tough. You know, our ancestors, they were out discovering new countries and climbing yeah. mountains. They were all on cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Literally cocaine was in the bloody cola. Yeah. You know, it was like, oh, I've got a bit of a headache. You know what? Have some heroin.
0: <laughs> That'll do it.
1: God, they no, were They were a lot tougher. They weren't tougher. They were fucking high. Don't me on like a coffee table full of fucking crack cocaine. Yeah. And you know what? I'll get up from that bump and <laughs> nod as well. So.
0: Yeah, like, like Elvis Presley being trotted out night after night when his heart's failing. Just oh, all my love, all my chest pain. <laughs> That's the fucking meth.
1: Yeah. So, you know, don't... You know what, children of today? Yeah. You are... You know what? You're twice as resilient because not only do you carry on, but you carry on and you've managed to say no to drugs.
0: Exactly. They're just getting on, on that. Like the boomers who... Like you get them on Facebook. The mm. Facebook boomers who complain. you know, First of all, the sort of people who think that they're helping in a criminal investigation by sharing their postcode. <laughs> <laughs> There's a police thing shared. That's not how the internet works. But anyway... The same boomers that do that, mm. and then have like the back in my day, look at playgrounds, look how dangerous they were,' we no one died, yes, they did, yeah, they literally fucking did, yeah, which is why they had to change them because someone died, and then they sued the council or whoever mm-hmm. it was,, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah. It's just, just we didn't have the internet, so we didn't know about it. Yeah.
0: But I've I have literally seen pictures of, oh, look at this great slide that used to be here in the nineteen fifties. Yeah. And then the next photo is like ambulance there and it's local volunteers. <laughs> just and the ambulance is just an old station wagon. Yeah. And just yeah. chucking some poor mangled kid in the back.
1: Yeah, they're like, oh, you know, when we were kids. Yeah, but when you were kids, the child mortality rate yeah. was astronomical. <laughs> so it's just that you had, like, just because you had 20 more kids, so you could afford to lose, yeah. you know, a dozen or so.
0: Yeah, when you're rich, you don't notice if you're paid for dinner. Exactly. <laughs> Where's Billy? Fuck knows. Was it the playground? I don't fucking know. He should have uh, kept up.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's what you get. Oh, But... Would you like to hear some lighter and brighter news from this week? Oh, well, the glorious, sexy stars above have looked down on us. And you know what? They have hit us with the glorious, beautiful news that we have all been dreaming of all of these years. It's such a good story.
0: John Howard died in a diarrhoea accident? Even
1: better. Oh, okay. The one, the only... Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, ah. has just released her new memoir. And in her memoir, she has uh, announced that her sexuality is fluid. Rem- I was an
0: alcoholic and my sexuality was fluid for a little while.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's fluid. It's more yeah. sort of, you know, it, it depends on the on the person. Okay. Yeah, so you can sort of, you know... um, you know, it's oh, it's like a wave. Oh, look, I'm into men. Oh, I'm into ladies. Oh, I'm into cis person. Oh, I'm into gender neutral. It's more about you know the the person, yeah. your sexuality. Um, as she has just revealed that Elvira mm. has spent the last nineteen years in a lesbian relationship ah. with her partner called T. Hello. Oh yes. Uh, this. Uh, uh, The two of them met when Elvira was actually married to her uh, husband/slash manager at the time. They later divorced.
0: Never marry your manager. Because mm, you're gonna get one anyway.
1: Mm, it just it just seems bad. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> uh, they had separated, Elvira was living alone, and then T separated from her partner, and the two ladies just were started living together just as friends. Just he had... Oh, the
0: old nineteen forties euphemism.
1: No, no, genuinely T was just like, oh it, it's ended, I've got nothing, you know, I don't know where to sew so she was just staying. And then one night they had just been living together and Elvira said she had never been happier. And then one night they went to the movies. Yeah. And then they came back from the movies, and Elvira said that suddenly she wanted to kiss T on the mouth. (gasps) And no one was more shocked than her. Wow. Thus began a glorious 19 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. So,
0: Elvira is by. Mm hmm. And every sad loser from the, the 80s and 90s has just got a boner for the first time. <laughs> in a very long time. Like fucking Bella Lugosi coming out of the coffin. <laughs> well, he gave me a boner as well. Yeah. I was like, finally, I'm in. Woo! Because what, what's Elvira's real name? I can never fucking Cassandra remember. Cassandra Peterson. is yeah, yeah. fucking ageless. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful woman. Beautiful R- ridiculous, woman. Ridiculous. Because she'd have to be in her 70s.
1: As someone like that, yeah. 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 And she
0: still looks amazing.
1: Yeah. Oh, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. Oh my god, you know her beautiful beautiful breasts. Never never aged at National
0: a day. like here in Australia we have got some very strange monuments in our museums. We've got the heart of a horse called Farlap, Mm -hmm. which is just on display Mm. in a museum because he had such a big heart. Literally, it was like Elvis Presley's fucking heart. It was massive.
1: Mm. I know. It's kind of like, oh, we loved him so much. Yeah, yeah. We we chopped him up and pulled out his heart and now it sits in a glass box. I just
0: really think that Elvira's boobs...
1: It should be added to Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I agree, absolutely. I agree.
0: Just like an interactive cast that kids can play with and learn. <laughs> Take it home on a coffee cup.
1: And you know what? Talented as well. If you've ever seen the trick that she can do with tassels.
0: No. And her
1: breasts. Yeah. <gasps> oh my lord! Can I say, when I was a teenager, it was it was it started a hobby for me. It is amazing. Okay, because I'm sure you've seen it, you know, ladies where they have the the pasties on with the, you know, the little dangly bits. Yeah. And... Uh, they can
0: get them going clockwise.
1: Yeah, and you sort of, and they twirl around. Yeah. Elvira, I, I've never seen anyone do this other than Elvira. She can actually get her breast going in opposite directions. So what? one's going clockwise, one is going anti-clockwise.
0: And that is how they hypnotise people and turn them into sleeper soldiers, is it? <laughs>
1: If you're going to go, though, oh, my God, if I'm ever going to be lured into a van, that's how you're going to do it. You're just like, You just become fixated. That's so
0: much better than the little clown with the spinning nose on fucking saw.
1: Yeah, that's whatever. Um, Unless you've got like Elvira's titties doing her (laughs) clockwise, anti-clockwise, just, you know, cycle on, mate. Wow. Cycle on. Does she have to –
0: is it like starting an old aeroplane where you've got to like spin the propeller by hand? Does she have to do it like that? Or? Well, no, it,
1: it's actually sort of, they sort of, they sort of, you know, it sort of starts off sort of, you know, slow and obviously she builds up momentum wow. and then she changes the direction. Yeah.
0: How much do you have to practice to do that?
1: A lot. Let me yeah. tell you, a lot. And, they, and you've got to make sure that you buy, as I found out, buy good quality pasties because there's nothing worse than a rogue pasty coming off in the middle. Yes. Yeah. It's very dangerous.
0: That's that. The saddest elevator I've ever been in had a rogue pasty on the ground. Oh! You're just thinking someone's run home mm. like a stripper Cinderella. I know. Just leaving a pasty, but now he's going to go and try it on every woman in the kingdom. To see whether or not it fits,
1: I in my mind I don't know why I always choose to believe that that's how Snake Pliskin ended up with a patch on his eye. It's no. Just a rogue face, titty no. face She would
0: have had to wear a tit patch <laughs> yeah. if she got that in Snake <laughs> Pliskin's eye.
1: One day he's just gonna find a lady with just a little, just a little eye patch over a titty, and he'll be like, "Oh, there you are, Disney. There's your next romance movie,
0: Tommy Snake." <laughs> Do you remember um, the movie *Terrorvision* at all? 1986. Really weird body horror.
1: I remember the name, but I don't remember the actual movie. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I actually... Because for me, Elvira... Because I grew up as a metalhead Mm. in country South Australia. Mm. So for me, Elvira was like this weird personality who was just like in the back of heavy metal mags. Like Mm -hmm. hot metal and metal hammer and all those things. I had no idea that she was like a burlesque artist and she was like tied Mm -hmm. up with horror. I thought she was just like a singer from like a band like Girl School. Or something like that, but it wasn't until I saw Terrorvision that I realised who she was. Yeah, because there was a parody of her called Medusa, and she would host this late night call in show, and all the creepy kids would phone up.
1: Oh, okay. It was
0: super cool. Like if you if you get the chance, you've got to watch Terrorvision. Like we could do a whole episode just on that film. It's fucking amazing.
1: Okay, we'll lock it in.
0: Lock it in, Eddie. Excellent. There's a joke no one overseas gets?
1: Uh, You know what we can't lock in? What? Elvira's sexuality. Oh, well done. (laughs) I'm so happy with the news. Seriously, that one. Can you
0: imagine the people who are mad about that? (laughs) No one.
1: Seriously. Oh, my God. There has been unprecedented support for the LBQTI movement from the straight male community after that announcement just picturing Elvira and her lesbian lover. Suddenly, straight men all over the world, all on board. Yeah. 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 That's what they should have just had for, like, the, you know, legalize the campaign. Just have, just bring out Elvira and tea. Everyone's just like, done. Fair enough. Accepted. (laughs) It's the hypno (laughs) breasts. Yeah. You will vote. Yes. Love is love. You know what? I tell you, if I have to die. That's that's a hell of a way to go. Like, if you're just like, uh, and your heart gives out, and you just fall into the rotating, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like a like helicopter. Of Yeah, it's... <laughs> oh, my God, no, no, my luck. I'm giving you that idiot who just bounces off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it just seems like one of those kind of old-timey 19th century ways of doing, like, CPR on someone. <laughs> it's going to get their breasts both going, like you're, like, some kind of weird DJ. Just <laughs> <laughs> whew- <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. It's like, are you trying to revive her or start a seance? <laughs> you should just shuffle your hands around the board. <laughs> Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. My God, the left one spoke to me.
0: Oh, no. <sighs> None of the men at the table are able to stand up for fear of boner shame. <laughs>
1: Oh my lord. Oh, you know what? And we should say now, um, oh my god, everybody loving our Rugaroo and Predator episode. Before we say anything, everyone, okay, stop what you're doing right now and make sure you rush off to leave us a positive review on like Podbean and iTunes and yeah. Apple and all that stuff.
0: And Facebook and Instagram and all those things. Because it uh, turns out if lots of people listen to this, you can actually spend a bit of time doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of sitting in a fucking kitchen burning yourself with hot sauce in the middle of the night. (laughs) While your poor caffeine sensitive girlfriend goes crazy thinking she's, am I going to be like this forever? It's like you should have done drugs at least once in your life. But you're a country (laughs) girl and you've never done anything fun.
1: Oh my God. You know what? I just want to tell work, my day job, to go fuck himself so I can spend more time alone with my pasties. You know what? It's been so long. I don't think my pasties even paste anymore.
0: New glue. There we go. This is a campaign. Get get Liz's pasty some new glue. That's it. Like the podcast, share it, talk to your friends about it. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I reckon, best review. I'll chuck in a couple of bottles of hot sauce, which literally have. My Ooh. blood, sweat, and tears outside the bottle because I'm not disgusting. <laughs> but they went into the making of it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, you know what? You could you can actually maybe if you put a little bit of yourself in it, you could appeal to like the cannibal market.
0: There you go. There's like two people in the world that'll buy it. One of them, Armin Muse, is in prison. Can you order stuff online in prison? I don't know. How about I do an army army hammer version? <laughs> hammer time. No.
1: No. No. Oh. No. No, just no,
0: no. This no. tastes like cock and ball torture.
1: No, Look, I am putting my meat. Of, I'm putting my piece of meat down <laughs> on the floor. No,
0: get no. You need hypno boobs.
1: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Oh my lord! You know what? What? How about this week? Mm. We pull on our sunglasses. Yes. Slap on a playlist. And we hit the black tarred highways to hell as we look at some of the spookiest roadsides where you might pick up more than you bargained for if you dare to stop.
0: Haunted roads.
1: In this week, we hitchhike to hell. Or thumbs out for terror. (laughs) Or tunnel of...
0: Uber scary? No? That was fucking shit. Yeah.
1: Thank, thank you for trying. This is
0: proof that we don't edit the podcast, <laughs> by the way.
1: I'm going to give you a participation medal <laughs> for that one.
0: As my sad pasty of life just <laughs> slides down like a McDonald's pickle on a window.
1: <laughs>
0: Flops onto the ground of shame.
1: Oh my God. that's That's how I feel. <laughs> Every time I'm going to get up and go to my day job, yeah. I feel like that pickle <laughs> on the window of life. Just... <laughs> abandoning hope.
0: <laughs> like, like and share. Help grow the podcast. We can get Liz's pickle <laughs> back in the burger <laughs> and her pasties back on her Woo! tits.
1: Where they belong. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't think I'm asking for too much. I don't think so. Oh, You know what? Oh, my God. I just want enough time <laughs> to, like... Have a sex life. That's what I want. That's that's I'm not asking for too much, am I?
0: That's not too much.
1: (sighs) Driving along. (laughs) A small road in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Story of my love life.
0: One way straight. (laughs) That
1: sounds like once they go in, they never come back out again. (laughs) I'm not sucking them up. I'm not fucking... I'm not fucking... I'm Sub-Zero on Mortal Kombat. Get over here!
0: <laughs> <sighs>
1: <sighs> he looks around the road and the never-ending line of a barbed wire fence, the only sign of human life. He thinks it was called Alison Road or, or something like that, some poor girl's name. Imagine having such a flat, plain old road being named after you. He wasn't sure it was much of an honour. <laughs> Finally, some excitement as he sees a dip in the road up ahead. Anything to break up the monotony. The check engine light flashed on the dashboard. Oh, no, 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 no. He thought, do not break down here. Here in the middle of just... Where the hell were they? He looked into the GPS. He thought he would enter the word service station Try loading the engine up with some oil and water. Maybe that would spare him having to type mechanic into the search bar. <laughs> but his GPS was blank, the words no service blinking with frustrating consistency.
0: This turned into an audiobook.
1: <laughs> he drove on and on. He couldn't even remember the last time they passed a road sign. Was this even a road anymore? He tried to remember all those videos he watched in junior school, the ones where people survived all manners of disasters. Did you definitely leave your vehicle or definitely stay? Check engine, check engine, check engine screamed in a bright orange glow. He looked around, the outside seemed strange, distance. How did he take a wrong turn? There were barely any turns on this damn road. This time, the check engine light blinked off, but did not blink back on. For some reason, the countryside seemed more recognisable, more normal. And he soon came to his destination. For the rest of his time, he had that car some years by and by. And that damn check engine light never came on again. Just one of the many tales (laughs) along a stretch of road in Tasmania.
0: That was like the fucking worst Springsteen song. <laughs> and it down, down the road and the check engine light just wouldn't fucking stop. Stop in. And the check engine light just wouldn't fucking stop. I put oil in it and baby, you're supposed to run. <laughs>
1: baby, we were born to check the engine. <laughs>
0: Uh. Wow. So that's a haunted road, is it?
1: <laughs> this is the beginning okay. of one of many tales. Okay. Along a journey across a stretch of road in Tasmania, Australia, called Allison Road.
0: Allison Road. Stay the hell away from Allison Road. <laughs>
1: With most of the stories occurring in an around an area known as The Dip. fuck,
0: <laughs> like that's such a Tasmanian. <laughs> oh, stay away from The Dip, mate. <laughs> you yeah, go in The Dip, is full of communists. <laughs> Gays and communists in The Dip. My check engine light came on because my car's a patriot. <laughs> <laughs> Tasmania is our Alabama. It
1: really is, yeah. Oh, my Lord, not Just, a lot happening. No. Less insects.
0: Yeah. <laughs> more incest. <laughs> more incest. There's the Tasmanian tea towel we all need. Less insects, more, more incest. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh,
1: no, wink, wink, wink. <laughs>
0: the third wink is when you really mean it. Third
1: Uh. wink, that one's just for the ladies. (laughs) Uh. We're in the dip. (laughs) In this area, (coughs) people have reported their cars stalling and strange unidentified lights following vehicles and loud audible screams of a girl from the surrounding bush. Yeah. Yeah again, it's Tasmania.
0: It's Tasmania, yeah. Oh.
1: It's the
0: one unaccounted for sister. It's your four horny brothers.
1: <laughs> Quote, my mate and I decided to go check it out one night. We got halfway down the dip with high beams on and suddenly everything went black. Whoa. I could not see a thing in front of me. I immediately put my car in reverse and headed home.
0: <laughs> I didn't do a U-turn. I just backed out. (laughs)
1: Just backed out. Wow. That was Abby from Glen Iris.
0: Okay, so these are like real testimony of the internet. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, yep. Uh (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh-huh. Chrissy Venn, age 13, daughter of George and Eva, set off at approximately 5pm from her family home in February 1921 to run some errands for her family. The family lived on Allison Road, around three miles from the nearby village of North Motten. A simple journey that Chrissy had done numerous times before, except this time she would never return home. A search was quickly mounted, but the girl could not be found. Different reports have her being found on the third or on the ninth day of her disappearance.
0: Uh, it's really frustrating. Yeah. Chrissy
1: was found dead. Her oh. body had been hidden inside a hollow tree stump. Close to the side of Allison Road on the way to North Motten by the dip. Oh dear. In a shocking turn of events, George William King, one of those involved in the search party looking for Chrissy, was arrested for the murder. King was 35 years old, a former miner and police officer. He had become a suspect after curious injuries on his hands were noted. George insisted that the wounds had developed during an accident while searching for the body.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- these police, these ex-police, they're masters at concealing crimes. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, only, a, only a former policeman would know to hide a body in a stump.
1: Mm-hmm. Was they where they, they find, like, you know, a lot of, like, arsons are committed by, like, you know, volunteer... Firemen and yeah, you know, or you know, how many times do they talk about you know? There's the crime scene. People who committed the crime come back to sort of look at all the Ooh.
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, when you've got the when you've got scratch marks on your hands consistent with a young girl. It's, oh mm. no, no, this is from searching for
1: it. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, was mm, from a wallaby.
0: <laughs> yeah, got into the mind of the missing child and had a wallaby scratch me.
1: <laughs> Chrissy's body was found on the first of March. King was arrested. On the eighth of March. King was defended by Albert Ogli Og Ogleb-
0: Ogilvy. Ogilvy. Wow.
1: Who went on to become the first premier of Tasmania. Yeah, yeah. And King was found not guilty of the murder.
0: Of course he was. Because he was a fine upstanding man with a beard.
1: No one was ever found guilty of her murder.
0: See that's the problem with Tasmania. They successfully committed genocide and got rid of all their Aboriginal people. Mm-hmm. Had no one black to blame. Yeah, that yeah. that was that that's was their problem. problem. Yep.
1: Yeah, no foresight.
0: <laughs> Keep a few <fuel> around. <laughs> we got some heinous crimes to commit, and we need some scapegoats. Mm.
1: You know, I mean, if you're not going to import some Yaois, you know, <laughs> as a backup, what are you going to do? Yeah. Chrissy has gone on to become one of Tasmania's most famous ghost stories. Teenagers in the area goad each other to walk out to the stump at night and walk one full lap around the stump.
0: This is M. Night Shyamalan stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: Over the years, people claim that their cars have stalled. Mm -hmm. Cars driving past the area have been scratched. The sounds of a girl screaming. And ghostly sightings. And even one story of travellers stopping to pick up a young girl from the side of the road by the dip. Only to have her disappear into thin air from the back of the vehicle.
0: Wow.
1: But this isn't the only stretch of road that has a terrifying tale to tell. Next, we find ourselves in the beautiful rolling hills of Switzerland. Now, Switzerland might be neutral... But someone may need to tell that to the dead. (laughs) No, Not one, but apparently at least two spirits haunt our following location. The Belchen Tunnel. Oh, yeah. Uh, B-E-L-C-H-E-N, for anyone playing Scrabble at home. (laughs) Uh, Which is a motorway tunnel through the mountains of Switzerland. The tunnel can be found on the A2 motorway. It opened in 1966 and it is a whopping 10,500 feet long.
0: Yeah, features on Top Gear. Yeah. A bit,
1: yeah. Uh, it's about 3,200 metres long. Yep. Now, in the 1980s, people would begin to share stories of how they stopped to pick up a male hitchhiker at the beginning of the tunnel. Oh. Travellers had stopped to pick up the hitchhiker who climbed into the back seat of their car. The man did not seem talkative, but without warning, the people looked back and their hitchhiker had vanished from inside the vehicle. They'd been travelling at considerable speed through the tunnel. One person had been driving a two-door sedan, so there wasn't even a door for the hitchhiker to jump out of. It was a mystery. Then, at the end of 1980, other stories of another ghost began to appear. Okay. Okay. On the 6th of January, 1981, a daily Swiss German-language newspaper named Blich
0: <laughs>
1: published a story picked up by other media outlets. It told the story of a woman wearing all white who had been seen just inside or near the entrance of the tunnel. This woman was described as a middle-aged woman who appeared clumsy, very pale and in a state of distress. People stopped... They asked the pale woman where she wanted to go. The woman wanted to get to the other end of the tunnel as quickly as possible. Nothing alarming whatsoever. No. The two women from the car obliged and opened the back door for their passenger. The two women in front of the vehicle asked the woman if she was okay, to which she allegedly responded with the words, No, unfortunately not. I am not well at all. Something really awful is going to happen. Something very dreadful.
0: Okay. it's Very formal.
1: The women turned back to look at her and the woman had vanished from their moving vehicle. The two women pulled into a nearby hotel after their encounter. The shaken women told their story of their encounter to the owners. They were not alone though as the local Basel police station has received dozens of phone calls about the Wessie Frau (laughs) or White Woman from people who have picked her up or have reported seeing her either waiting at the shoulder of the road or even suddenly appearing in front of cars in the tunnel. But it seems it's not just the tunnels that have attracted ghosts, as the Basel area seems to be a bit of a ghostly hotspot. A nearby castle has tales of a ghostly lady that walks the castle. Nearby, an image of a grey woman is seen. In another part of Basil, a ghostly woman in a green coat is seen. Another girl in a short black jacket. As well as what is described as quote, maiden on a goat. <laughs> It really just sounds like a lot of lonely goat herders at
0: this stage. Pretty much, yeah.
1: And it's like it kinda seems like it's the spice girls of ghosts. Yeah. I, I, do you know what I mean? There's sort of this one for everything. There's one in a long coat, you know, that is that'd be posh ghost and the, the short skirt. We got baby ghost. Bit of bit of everything for, you know, everyone. Oh Lord. Crazy Swiss. Oh, uh, now, oh. And as I jump ahead with my thing, um, oh, I, I got too excited by the, the, the spice ghosts.
0: You ever you ever picked up a hitchhiker? No. Or hitchhiked? I've done both.
1: I I've I've hitchhiked. Yeah. Um, like an idiot. I look, <laughs> you know, you look back and you're like, how am I still alive? Yeah. So I have hitchhiked.
0: I've picked up hitchhikers, and believe me, I've wished that halfway through the journey those cunts would just disappear.
1: Oh, really, men or women?
0: Men. Oh no, like I mean, I wouldn't pick up a hitchhiking woman just because it's like, you know, number one, they must be fearing for their fucking life, (laughs) and two, you just never see them; they they don't exist. They're like a nineteen sixties trope to get like an ugly man's car fixed. You know, a woman shows a bit of leg on the Mm -hmm. side of the road. Yeah. Oh no, there's an ugly guy in the bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I used to... Because I used to live uh, in a place called Port Augusta. (laughs) And I would drive to Adelaide, the capital of South Australia. Speaking
1: of lonely goat
0: herders. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And there was a ton of hitchhikers on that highway. So it was a three-hour drive. I didn't have a working radio in my car. Yeah. it's like, well, fuck it. This is going to be interesting. And I got about three and in the end I was just like, yeah, I'm taking my life in my hands here. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is is not cool. Yeah. Well, because it's like... (laughs) Like, I've, I've also caught the Greyhound bus and everyone on there is, like, really depressed. Yeah. Um, so, if you don't even have the money for the Greyhound bus, which is literally your last alternative on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like the fanciest step to hitchhiking. <laughs> Stuff's going to be pretty bad for you to be hitchhiking. Especially these days. Yeah. There's so many frigging crazies.
0: Yeah, yeah. Methamphetamine in the equation has really fucking upped the ante. Mm.
1: Mm. Except, but, I mean, but I mean, what is Uber if if that's not hitchhiking? Except the only difference is you know the name of the person who's killing you.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to give you a two-star rating.
1: Yeah. My God, what does it take for you to give a one-star? <laughs> oh, he did murder me, but he had fresh mints.
0: And he did it very quickly.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, Con- that's considerate. Yeah. I remember once, I like the first time I got an Uber... Was bless him. I think it was. Him, I don't know if it was like his first day of driving an Uber, but like, so I finally, I'm like, I'm gonna give in. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna catch an Uber. Downloaded the app, got an Uber, got in the car, and the first thing the guy's like, Ooh, Would you like a mint? And just kept trying to give me like mints. And in my mind, I'm just like, sirks off, and uh, <laughs> not taking one of your roofy Mentos. <laughs> it's so that
0: you can kiss them later. <laughs> I'm gonna assault you, but I want you to freshen your breath. Yeah. <laughs> You smell. (laughs) Oh,
1: (laughs) Oh, no. All right. So we've heard of tunnels of love. Oh, yes. But have you ever heard of a tunnel of evil?
0: I've been to many a county fair that's had one. No. It cost $2 to get in and the guy who sold me the ticket definitely needed a mint. And some teeth. I thought you were saying the guy who saved,
1: sold you the ticket was kid- was like they did something to you in the dark.
0: It <laughs> wasn't a priest. That's
1: where I thought that was going.
0: Oh, and he mom. did something in the dark. Doo do 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 Just Springsteen night here tonight. I don't know why. It was playing at the pizza shop I was at on Friday night. <laughs>
1: And he leaned in close to me. He said, I'm gonna check your engine.
0: <laughs> and by engine, I mean your anus. Because I failed high school. And I travel around the country selling tickets to a haunted house. Which looks like my methy teeth. Because <laughs> this loses for hire. Uh, <sighs> I will tell you my hitchhiking story by the end of this.
1: Oh, oh, Well mm. Tell me your hitchhiking story. All right.
0: So when I actually left the town of Port Augusta to move back to Adelaide, I got a job up here, and so I had my whole life packed into my car. <clears throat> basically, I was driving along. There's like a freeway that cuts into Adelaide. So like it's uh, it's now been replaced by a motorway, but back in the day, it was like a shitty little highway. Dirt. Dirt, basically. Yeah. And about uh, about three kilometers, a couple of miles out of Adelaide, mm-hmm. ran out of petrol. Oh, like fuck this! So I've got a huge trailer. Mm-hmm. I, I get out of my car. It's like this old V eight Chrysler, and I'm walking along uh, with a jerry can, mm-hmm. just trudging along, knowing I'm at least probably a good forty minutes from the nearest service station. Oh. Out of nowhere, uh-huh. this and it's a very specific model of car, and this is important a nineteen eighty three red xd falcon wagon xd Mm. ford falcon wagon pulls up very specific because they're rare okay just skids to a halt like properly from like 120 in like an 80 zone and like the door flies open like ted bundy style and i'm slowly approaching it like i don't know like i'm a big dude and at the time i was fit yeah and i'm still a bit worried about that and this guy goes get in get in get in get in so i was like oh fuck it i don't want to to walk this far it's better to get murdered Sit down in the car. Yeah. He has taken off at light speed before I've even got the door closed. Mm. And he is on so much speed that he's literally talking to me with a Doppler effect. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? He's got a six pack of beers between his feet. It's seven in the morning and he's on beer number four. Excellent. He's going to help his... Oh, I'm going to go help my son do some tiling work. Then I'm going to go back to work. Like, he's cooked. We're flying through traffic like an Iraqi fighter pilot. It just... <laughs> terrifying. Uh-huh. Slams like literally smoke off the tires style stopping. Uh-huh. Gets me to the service station, I get out, before I can even say thank you, he's taken off. And you know that thing when you drive off before the door's closed and it slams with the yeah. with the gravity? Yeah. It does that. I'm like, I'm never fucking hitchhiking again. Walk over, get my petrol. Yeah. Turn around, and start walking back. It's an even worse walk back. Yeah. Because now I'm not on the highway side, I'm on like the industrial side, where there's like yeah. trucks and shit going in and out. And I'm up on this high embankment because it's also a floodplain. So, like, the road is about a good four foot off the actual ground. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking along and the exact same model of car <gasps> calmly pulls up next to me. And the door opens again. And I'm like, fuck, this is, this is a bit weird. Okay. Oh, my God. I yeah. jump down and I get in. And before I can even, like, turn around and look at the guy, he goes, seatbelt. Like, calmly. Seatbelt. I was like, okay. Turn and look at him. He is in full clown costume. Like (laughs) full fucking clown costume. Like makeup, the lot, the wig. He's in there. I check the door. It has a handle that works. I close the door, sitting there with my can of petrol in my lap. He is the friendliest guy in the world. And he's just like, yeah, gay, man. My name's Josh. You know? And it's like uh Got, got to point out the obvious, man. What's with the clown stuff? And he goes, "Oh, I work for Dialer Clown. It's a division of Clown Incorporated." Blah blah blah. <laughs> he's on his way to a birthday who, party. Who
1: knew there was such a demand? For, on a side note, that people need yeah. really clowns. That there's an actual Dialer Clown.
0: Yeah, Dialer Clown. Like, we need a clown. Like, who needs an Uber? <laughs> we need pizzas, strippers, and a clown. Clown. Yeah. Hands me his business card, all that kind of stuff. I'm actually, I'm actually not too bad with it now because he's like on his way to like a corporate function or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's when I look over my shoulder, and these old Falcon wagons were big. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of room in them. Uh-huh. The entire back seat and all of the rear tray section of the wagon uh-huh. is completely filled with those like fun time 50 gram packets of children's like potato chips. Mm. A very particular brand, Red Rock Deli. Mm. And I'm just like, what's with all the chips, man? And he goes, oh, the last place I went to, they weren't going to pay me, so I, I just took it in stock and trade. So he basically stole like a pallet of fucking potato chips from them and just <laughs> loaded his car in anger to the brim with snacks and then like slammed the back door and took off. And I was the very first person he'd seen from his weird mafia knee-breaking moment where he's just stolen all their chips. <laughs>
1: There's so much to unpack in this story. Yeah,
0: but the best part is my friend who had left guarding my car, so he was helping me move, Yeah, he reckons all he saw was me get out of the car, this red Falcon wagon, pull up, I get in. Two minutes later, the exact same car being driven by a clown (laughs) pulls up on the other side of the road and I get out going, all right, fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. One and only time I've hitchhiked. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this guy was so fucking happy that he got all their chips. <laughs> like, so fucking... Like, their lives were ruined.
1: So it's got to be a lot of chips. But yeah. who orders a clown with no intention to play the clown? I don't know. And who's got that many chips? <laughs> There's <are> so many <laughs> yeah. questions. So many questions.
0: Oh don't fuck God. with that guy because yeah. he will steal your chips. <laughs> don't fuck with
1: clowns. <laughs> God. Yeah. What you didn't see is like he gets back to his house and he parts the <laughs> chips and there's just all these children, it's just just dead just Chinese students Ooh. under there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Wow. Okay. He didn't offer me any chips, so. Well, he worked hard for those he chips. He
0: did, and ha- this is before I ever started stand up. So I tell you what, I fucking understand his oh. attitude now.
1: <laughs> you know what it is? Oh my god, he probably. Like, he probably killed somebody and then chopped them all up into tiny chip (laughs) (laughs) packets. He was just like every now and then would throw a packet out the window. You know, just like, I did that. I had a, like, you know, you have those like shitty Christmassy job things. Yeah, And I, so I, I did that and I remember I did this shift and, you know, so I did my, like, you know, my normal shift and then the manager sort of came down and she was all like, oh, you know, such and such hasn't shown up. So, can you do like a second yeah. shift? And I'm like, I don't want to. But, you know, you're, you're trying to pay for school and shit. So, you're like, oh, fine. Anyway, so I get my paycheck. Second shift isn't on there. Actually, I'd done, done a couple of them. So, the, the couple of shifts, the, they weren't on there. And I went up to her and I'm like, oh, those... You know, those, those those shifts haven't been included. I'm like, oh, maybe, we can blah, blah, blah. And th- she looks at me and she's like, what I wish. Because I said to you that, you know, like, you know, like Alan hadn't turned up. I asked you, you know, just, oh, if you wanted to just hang around. Like, what? Like, so she was trying to say that, like, she hadn't offered me a shift. I had just chosen oh. to, like, volunteer. And I'm like, like fuck i did yeah anyway i did the whole thing like took her to like tribunals and blah 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 i refused to do any more of my shifts anyway so i got my i got my two shifts paid yeah um <laughs> i never got any more work there uh, you Of know, course, yeah. yeah but yeah i was the same so now i'm like without a job i'm like but you know what fuck it i also because i'm a very good employee i I know your shoplifting policy. Ah. So I went back there just with a bag, like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Baseball cap on. I, st- I went back there, I reckon, about a dozen times. Stole so much fucking shit just because. It was at you. the time I was stealing stuff just to donate to my local charity. Good work. I'm just like, fuck you, you mole. Yeah, fuck you. So, I yeah, same thing. I totally get the chips. If there were chips, I would have still eaten chips as well. But yeah, I get that. (laughs) Maybe it's some weird kind of part of like a weird universe where, I don't know, some kind (gasps) of... It, it, it's it's just the fact that it was the same car. It's yeah. one of those weird sort of butterfly effect things. Like yeah. you met it was the same car, but at two different. That man had made the different <laughs> choice in life. Yeah, and in one he's like a laced out crackhead, and in the other he's a clown stealing chips.
0: <laughs> so it, it, I think I've just met the same person at various stages of their development. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. actually. He's, I'm actually got the the future guy first. <laughs> Meth-addled, meth-addled fucking Tyler.
1: You think that you, you think meth-tyler came before the clown?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the shittiest version of the Joker movie. <laughs> Where Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix just steals all the chips.
1: Oh, look And instead of like handing out money to the crowd, she's handing out packets <laughs> of chips.
0: Who likes Red Rock Deli? Well, let me look at this packet. Honey, soy and ginger. No one? <laughs> Fuck, alright. Blow the shit up out of this thing. <laughs> Oh, Lord. But yes, so,
1: tunnel of evil. (laughs) You're lucky that's where you didn't turn up. (laughs) If you've never heard of a tunnel of evil, then you probably haven't been to Tennessee. If you find yourself one day just off Big Elm Road, not far from Rotherwood Mansion, in the foothills of East Tennessee, then locals would suggest you turn around, quit your journey, and find another way around. Rather... And use the Sensor Bar Tunnel. It's not the biggest tunnel by any means, 12 feet in height and approximately 380 feet long. The tunnel was constructed in the early 1920s and now sits needing repair. But just who would be brave enough to sit in there to repair it? Ah. Locals describe the tunnel as a, as a quote, place of evil. And a long rumoured history of murder, death and satanic rituals sits upon the tunnel's roof. When the tunnel and the railway tracks above it were being constructed, there was a terrible accident.
0: Oh, always the way.
1: The resulting explosion killed several men on site. Now, it was alleged by the company that the bodies. Well, pieces of the bodies were moved and were buried in unmarked graves in (laughs) what's now the local church's car park. No. However, the local practice of the day was to just bury killed workers inside the project as it was cheaper and more convenient. Mm. Took a lot less time.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of them around South Australia. Mm.
1: So, it's a a lot more likely that the poor souls are still buried within the tunnel. Yeah. But the story goes that the Sensibar family lived, lived near the tunnel in Church Hill. One day, Mr. Sensibar killed his entire family, including his wife, children and their newborn baby.
0: Was it a barbecuing accident? Just didn't do it enough? Salmonella did him in?
1: Well, there is some conjecture as to whether he killed his entire family and then dumped them in the riverbed that Uh, runs through the tunnel uh, or dumped them in the river and then murdered them uh, or possibly a combination of both. Mr Sensibar shot them all. Oh, dear. And stole their chips.
0: Did he drive a 1983 (laughs) XD Falcon wagon?
1: Well, people have reported a variety of otherworldly activities from within the tunnel. One is of cars stalling approximately halfway within the tunnel. And once an engine is stopped, it is said to be impossible to restart. It is said if you stop your car on purpose, then look in your rearview mirror then you just may see Mr. Sensibar approaching your car from behind in due haste. Duh. Your car, if it starts, will not start until he is near, but there is no guarantee it will. Locals suggest you do not enter the tunnels if you do not have the capacity to run for your life. Well... One person who claimed to have seen Mr. Sensibar appear behind their vehicle, but luckily managed to restart their engine just before Mr. Sensibar could reach him in his seat, they reported finding strange childlike handprints scorched onto the side of their vehicle. But one investigator claims that no evidence could be found by him of any member of the Sensibar family. Uh... No evidence of them murdering their whole family. And that the stories are made up from stories from locals, teenagers, passed on from parents and to their children. The investigator claims that an extended member of the Sensibar family says that according to a story passed down from family members. Is that after the tunnel had been constructed, teenagers and locals began to hang out and use the tunnel as their make out spot and location for, shall we say, inappropriate rendezvous.
0: Oh, who are you to judge?
1: Teenagers would also use the tunnel as a party location for their underage drinking and partying that would cause quite the ruckus and disturb the family. So, um, (laughs) according to the Sensibar family... A member of the family with a sense of (laughs) humour and a unique talent for noises and ventriloquism would go down to the end of the tunnels and to proceed to make noises such as a baby crying, a woman screaming, and the sound of gunshot to scare the local teenage kids away. So they basically got that guy
0: from Police Academy... (laughs) So he go Wins- down there, Michael. What's his but- name? Michael <laughs> Winslow. Michael Winslow. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just when he's got him scared, he goes into his Hendrix impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, Hendrix is here? <laughs> Party on! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god! Uh,
1: oh Godzilla!
0: He would make the best ghost.
1: Oh, my God, yes. Well, Uh, (laughs) basically, I I guess it depends on what story you find more believable. Either that a man murdered his entire family or... Pretty fucking believable. (laughs) Or a man liked to creep up on teenagers and create the sounds of a man murdering his family.
0: (laughs) That's like, would have been such a better version of Gran Torino. <laughs> Get off my lawn, zipper head. <laughs> what? What? And then, baa! Baa! That's it. Is he doing sound effects for that? Pew, pew, pew. Ca-caw. <laughs> Ca-caw. <laughs> Ca-caw. Stay away from my car! <laughs> Kick your ass! Spring oh, rolls! Uh <sighs> Dude Gran Torino was just a just a vehicle for old grizzled Clint Eastwood to legitimately get away with saying zip ahead. <laughs> I think so. I think it was he yeah. buried. He buried it with that shallow morality, just so he could call people gooks and zipper heads.
1: Just, just to get like one, yeah, one yeah. last racist tirade <laughs> yeah. out.
0: Oh, a spoonful of sugar. Make
1: some medicine. Cool down. Get front one. Zip a front on zipper head.
0: <laughs> and then the next thing you know, he's talking to a chair at the Super Bowl.
1: Oh Lord. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I I guess uh, if you you, you have to go to the tunnel and decide, you know, if it was Michael Winslow or, yeah, a man killing his family. But the tunnel now draws sightseers, ghost hunters and the curious each year who all like to test their nerves inside the tunnel. It now seems to be a local ride of passengers that teenagers travel down to the tunnel and graffiti its walls. Oh, yeah. But ghosts and goblins aren't the only things that you need to fear in these tunnels.
0: I'm guessing fucking poorly educated local police.
1: Ghosts with junk, ghosts with chip, clowns with chip cars.
0: <laughs> Call me Joker. Tyler Joker.
1: <laughs> you can mess out Tyler's. Uh. Oh, seventies children entertainers. <laughs> Oh, my God. Anti-vaxxers. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh
1: Now, a newspaper reported on September the 11th 2019. This was found in the Times News. Okay.
0: Sounds reputable. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: This is the headline. Trio accused of robbing couple at Sensibar Tunnel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kingsport. Three men were charged with armed robbery Monday when they allegedly robbed a couple at gunpoint after stopping at Sensor Tunnel under the pretext of spray-painting the wall. Ah. The victims, a 36-year-old man and a 31-year-old woman from Wise, Vancouver... You know what? Reading this story, I don't think they were so wise. (laughs) I'm just going to say... They told the Hawkins County Sheriff's Office that three men in a Honda Fit gave them a ride because their vehicle had broken down. Oh. Do, 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 do. I have seen enough American movies to know do not get into a car with three men who don't have all their teeth in the middle of the American woods.
0: In the middle of Tennessee? Yeah. No. 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 Don't. Stick to the confines of Nashville, mm. yeah,
1: if anything, if you see three men without all their teeth approaching you in the woods, you should like bury yourself under leaves and just you know just hide yeah. like they were Nazis, yeah, like just hide in the woods <laughs> until they leave, like <laughs> just
0: make noises that would terrify them, like child support, yeah <laughs> warrant. Ah! Ah! <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, uh so three men gave them a, a lift those three men were identified as and you know how we were laughing i don't know if this is just an american newspaper thing yeah because we used to, we found uh, that newspaper article from the 20s i remember how we were laughing because they gave like their name address shoe size yeah. what times they were home this article those three men were identified as blah 22 321 Sakisha Drive Kingsport wow it goes on to list them their age and their actual address not even the vague suburb or the county it actually gives not even just their street address the number and their street address That's i'm not going to read it out for yeah. I, I was just reading it and i'm like hey, what there's a bit of me where I'm like, oh, vigilante justice. Yeah. Yeah, high five. Yeah. But should you be doing that?
0: Yeah. Well, I ain't going to get up in the morning and go down to the diner and pick up my morning paper. I want to read the funnies and the sports and the lynching pages. <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously. <laughs> like, at least at least wait until they're found guilty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, my Lord. Wow. Yes. So it, it gives their name. Uh, the gentlemen were uh, 22, 26 and 28. According to an HCSO report, the victims told Corporal Kenneth Ferguson that the three suspects wanted to stop and paint the wall at Sensibar Tunnel, a railroad bridge on Sensibar Hollow Road north of Allendale. The victims stated that when they stopped, Watterson and Nelms allegedly pulled a pistol on them, while Williams... Was armed with a stick.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they didn't go into like any more details to discuss the caliber of the stick.
0: Oh, um, that's a
1: forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no word as to whether it was like pine or mahogany. Um, <laughs> but you're just stick. I like, just picture like a little. Br- who brings a stick to an armed robbery? <laughs> <laughs> who brings
0: Stick. that's 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 that, that's some real Stand By Me corpse poking <laughs> shit.
1: But it's just like, oh my god! Do like, it's just you know what I mean. Like he couldn't afford his own gun. I was like, oh god, what am I gonna do? My gun's still in hock. Um, <laughs> um, I brought my Jimmy, did you bring a stick again? <laughs> <You> shut up!
0: <laughs> Can I just say, I'm out. looking at the pictures of this on Google. This is a fucking freaky tunnel. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's got a four point five star rating. I
1: did what what does a tunnel have to do to get like?
0: I'm guessing the people who got robbed gave it that fucking half star off.
1: Mm, well, that will do it, you know. Well, just just you know, just look for men with sticks and avoid them.
0: Yeah, it's a serious tunnel though. Mm. Lots of graffiti. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Imagine being a ghost there, just like oh, it's fucking kids.
1: I know, seriously, with your bloody rap music, oh my Uh, god, and your sticks. Okay, so one of them was armed with a. You know what? I can't decide actually if it's just if it's beyond ridiculous or if it's absolute genius. Because can you be charged for like you know? Because if you've got got a gun, it's like rubbing someone at gunpoint. Like that's a higher charge. Yeah. Can you be charged with anything if? If, you, if you're if you armed with a
0: stick Surely
1: No Really? Surely Really? Like, ooh, stick What?
0: You're not allowed to have a stick in prison <laughs> that was you, th- you
1: can't have a goat in prison This doesn't mean it's an offensive weapon
0: You can't have a stick in prison You sharpen it up You've got a fucking stick You've got a sharp stick You, <laughs> well, you
1: sharpen a- up your goat You've just got a <laughs> goat <laughs> You can
0: kill someone with a sharp stick
1: but I, I see. Maybe it's just in my mind. I'm literally just picturing a twig. where just everyone's like just, just pulling out their gun, and he just brings out this little, whoo, these couple of little green leaves just hanging on the end. Like, like what
0: the
1: fuck? I, I'm sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't take someone seriously who was robbing me with a stick. No, just, just their little leaves. Just. <laughs> Oh, maybe actually maybe if it was in spring my allergies would get a bit.
0: <laughs>
1: get it away. He'll tell you anything. Oh lord. The female victim stated that they took a pink and blue bag from her containing $200 in cash and other items valued at $638 including her cell phone. Yeah. Makeup? Her wallet? Yes. Three hospital bills.
0: Three hospital bills.
1: Three hospital bills. And her inhaler.
0: Oh, my God. So
1: I'm presuming it was like, can you be like, oh, my God, we got our score. oh, And then him getting a second job to go in and pay for her <laughs> hospital bills. I'm like, well, I guess they're mine now.
0: It's <laughs> probably why he's got a stick. He had to hock his gun.
1: But wait for it. In her bag, she also had a pocket knife. So she... More armed than one of her robbers. How are you being robbed? You literally have a knife. He has a stick. You should be robbing him, bitch. Rob him. Rob him. You want steal his stick? Use your knife to steal his stick.
0: You brought a stick to a <laughs> knife fight. <laughs> oh dear.
1: Oh my god. Seriously, you are you more armed. Yeah. You're more armed in this situation. <sighs> Items allegedly taken from the male victim included $60 in cash. Yep. A knife.
0: Okay. Tobacco and cigarettes. You're
1: both armed.
0: (laughs) Didn't two of them have guns?
1: Well, yes. Yeah.
0: They're backing up stick guns.
1: Imagine if like he if he was the one who like popped first just just like pulled it out first and they were like what the fuck And then they were like oh, he's like god damn it I told you we have to do it at the same time
0: He's like go go gadget gun oh, oh, Fuck <laughs> not gadget stick
1: Oh my god seriously two people with knives held up by a man with a stick um, oh my! And it's such a like. If he pulls out a stick, don't you then just pull out your knife and be like,
0: "I'm gonna enjoy whittling, you boy." <laughs> He's not Australian. No, this is a knife. This is a knife. How'd you get that through customs, Paul? Oh my god! Oh, here's
1: an idea. Oh my god, that's perfect. Will you literally just pick up a bigger stick and go, "That's not a stick. Now this is a stick."
0: You can tell Crocodile Dundee's a pre nine eleven film because <laughs> he somehow managed to get that fucking Bowie knife.
1: Oh yeah, through into customs. New York. <laughs> could you? Yeah, these days. Yeah. Oh my God, you can't even take shoes into New York, <laughs> let alone a friggin' Bowie knife, the my size of your leg.
0: You can't take Paul Hogan into New York either.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: He'd set off every scanner for bad taste. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Oh. Now, <laughs> the female victim reportedly told Ferguson one of the suspects uh, struck a gun in her face. And then she heard it click twice.
0: Right. Her face or the gun?
1: No, no, no. The the gun.
0: Right, so he pistol whipped there.
1: Yeah. And then it went click click. So it sounds like tried to shoot her twice. Jesus Christ. And it failed both times.
0: Fucking lucky. Lucky that stick was loaded. Fuck.
1: <laughs> wow. The suspects then allegedly left the victims at Sensibar Tunnel. When they reported the incident to police, a BOLO or be on the lookout was issued for the Honda and its occupants. The Kingsport Police Department located the vehicle at the West Side Inn on Stone Drive. Yeah. Stoner. <laughs> And conducted a traffic stop, during which police allegedly seized a handgun.
0: Right. <laughs> and a stick. And a stick. I
1: does not say the stick. but just, just imagine the police just holding it. It's like at the end of Con Air, he's holding up the baby. Like, what is this doing <laughs> on a plane full of badasses? He's just with this stick. What is this I'm doing? I'm starting
0: to think stick guy was a genius. <laughs> Because he's two fucking crackhead friends who are on a fast train to life in prison. Mm-hmm. But he can still tag along and then the police are like, "What? turn out your pockets and he pulls out a stick.
1: Yeah. He's well, like, our nature walk. It's my gun. It's a stick dickhead.
0: <laughs> I guess you call that an insanity defense.
1: Oh, genius. Yeah. To think we were mocking him. I know. Oh, the handbag containing the female's belongings were reportedly located in the vehicle. No word as to whether the hospital bills had been paid. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, Williams Williams allegedly stated that a second gun was thrown into the woods when police arrived. And presumably (laughs) the third weapon as well.
0: (laughs) Looks like this is a sticky situation. Situation. (laughs) His gun's camouflaged. I can't find him anywhere. There's beavers chewing it.
1: Like oh my god, can you imagine like when he first pulled it out like at the robbery? Do you think he was just like stick around, <laughs> <laughs> stick him up? This is a stick up.
0: <laughs> just robbed by a pun slinger.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, behave! Don't make me stick it to you. <laughs> this is a really sticky situation. <laughs>
0: Now you're recycling, which is very green, just like a stick. <laughs> oh, good times. He gets robbed by fucking Huckleberry Finn going down his way to fish with a sapling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. You know what? This this has gone too far. It really I, has. I am just I'm gonna I'm gonna take my weapon
0: and leave. Oh fuck you. God.
1: <laughs> so, Williams, Watterson, and Nelms were each charged. Each charged.
0: Nelms, the Elms Bandit,
1: with aggravated robbery and possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. Any lawyer is going to get him off straight away.
0: He didn't have a. He didn't have a... um, A firearm? Yeah. No. He had a stick.
1: Yeah. Nelms was... See if they
0: can make those charges stick. (laughs) (laughs) We do these later and later at night and they just get more unhinged.
1: (laughs) Uh, One of them was charged with possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Ah, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again that's that's probably why the other guy had a stick yeah. because they're like well convicted felon I didn't I wasn't armed
0: yeah clicky clicky boy he's fucking, he's mad for the bloodshed
1: oh yeah he's he's crazy for it yeah, yeah. uh all three were arraigned and their bonds were set at 75000 dollars each
0: which was cheaper than the hospital bill
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess what we learned from this week's stories is when you're out on the road. Always take care to make sure your tunnel of doesn't become your own personal tunnel of woe.
0: Are you talking about pussies? <laughs> I just imagine Michael Winslow just about to go down on his girlfriend.
1: <laughs> Jeez, you got a big pussy. Jeez, you got a big pussy. Echo,
0: echo, echo, echo. No one wants a blowjob from Michael Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you do. Or do they? Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> is just like some kind of next level fucking tenth Dan triple black belt.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, no, I think I think a hundred percent you know what? I think it would be fascinating to give Michael Winslow a blowjob.
0: To give him one or to get one from him?
1: No, no, because he's he can't do all the thing. No, I'll just... Be, cause you, you, it's one of those things, you're know, like as closer and closer as you get to climax. Some of just the most bizarre shit that just yeah. comes out of your mouth. But you're just for no reason whatsoever. Can you imagine the noises that's going to start coming out of that man?
0: It's just going to cycle from R2-D2, <laughs> robot noise, Jimi Hendrix impersonation, right up until he gets to James Brown. I'm coming! Like, right up to that. Watch me.
1: (laughs) Just a really curious head at the end. What?
0: (laughs) You know you're doing it wrong if he's like making chainsaw noises. (laughs) (sighs) Oh. So if you've ever given Something. Michael Blin- Winslow a blowjob, chuck us a message.
1: Oh, my God, yes. Please, Tell please, us on what happened. Yeah. Or if, Michael Winslow, you'd like to send us a recording of yourself at the moment of yeah. Climax. You know, you can send away $50 and he'll sign photos.
0: Yeah. You know. So I, want, I want to know if anyone's given him a blowy and whether or not he should really have been Hightower.
1: <laughs> I wonder if you can request that on Cameo.
0: I'm pretty sure you can. People who are on Cameo generally don't have a huge amount of money. <laughs> Odds are... <laughs> Odds are you can ask him to do some pretty horrible stuff. <laughs> just, like, just, like,
1: uh, just your manager saying, Yeah, they'd like you to get a blow job. What? <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: And find like a way lower, lower tier cameo person to do it.
1: <laughs> someone from the hills or yeah,
0: something. Yeah, someone who was on like season three of Survivor that you just don't remember. It's like, you fucking ate snakes. Go on. Yeah. Go on. I saw you in that bath where they just poured bugs on you. Oh. Go suck Michael Winslow's dick. I want to hear if he makes an R2-D2 noise. Oh, my God. You know what?
1: I make R2-D2 noises and I'm not even Michael Winslow. <laughs> That's not true. I sound like Pepe Le Pew. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't. It's funny. You do know, sometimes.
0: Oh, yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs>
1: I don't know. How what. do you know? But I, I, I think I had like a moment of like I saw myself oh, coming as I was no. coming. Like moment of an, yep. like caught in that circle of enlightenment. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs>
0: oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I like I became aware of it and I couldn't stop myself. It's like, you know, when no. you get the giggles and you can't stop yourself laughing because you're yeah. laughing so hard at nothing. Yeah. And then I just kept doing it more.
0: No. Yeah. See, I never ever want to that's why I will never ever make home porn. I don't ever need to see or hear that. No. Ever.
1: No. I've I've heard apparently you can get anywhere from sixteen to thirty six thousand, depending on, you know, the skills I guess.
0: In- sixteen to thirty six thousand dollars. Yes. For doing what?
1: Making your own porn. Really? Yeah, that's what that's what they're paying, depending obviously on like the quality. Yeah. Um, and I guess like the fetish things. Yeah. You know, uh, I just I, I read that <laughs> on an article. You yeah.
0: really want to quit your job, don't you?
1: <laughs> well, I've already ruled out. I get nothing for a pinky. No, no, but yeah, I'm the same. Like, oh my god, I'm. I'm fairly confident if I sound like nobody wants to pay to watch a woman who sounds like Pepe Le Pew.
0: You have no idea the level of degenerate out there.
1: Oh, I can only imagine that. Like I sound like I don't, I kind of, I don't know. I kind of tense up like I've been struck with a palsy.
0: <laughs> there, there are, there is something for everyone out there. I mean, I am comfortable in, in saying that I'm not a classically handsome man, but walking through. <laughs> Gay bars, uh, I get so much attention. Mm. So I think people just see me as a challenge. There is a market I just for just wanna every- climb that mountain. Yeah, they do. I want to have a crack at Grizzly Adams. Mm. <laughs>
1: mm. Well, I, I told you I got, I got told by the, the manager at the first strip club that I worked that yeah. um, uh, my beauty is obtainable. There
0: you go. Obtainable beauty. There you go. You're an affordable suburb.
1: I am. I'm kind of – I am the Walmart of attractiveness. There you go. I've, I've made peace with that.
0: Well, I'm the fucking second-hand bin. Outside <laughs> savers. So. I, you know what?
1: I, I, am, I am the stick – of <laughs> armed weaponry of attractiveness
0: oh god i got going to get this shit uploaded that's actually you're going to be listening to this within about an hour of us finishing this
1: I know well you know what speaking of finishing just remember
0: real moth eat the carpet and don't forget to review the podcast we need to build up a bit of a what do you call it? A following. We don't have one of them, but we'll get there. Oh, my God.
1: And if and if who's following you is three men without teeth in a pickup truck
0: in the woods of we, North Tennessee, we do just have, run. We do have listeners in Tennessee. If you've listened to this Woo! podcast. If you've ever robbed anyone with a stick. Yeah. Tag <laughs> us in a picture of you robbing someone in a tunnel in Tennessee with a stick. With a stick. And I'll send you some hot sauce. <laughs> Because if, if, you'll need it in prison. If, you, if you've made
1: R2-D2 noises during sex in a tunnel in Tennessee. <laughs> just, you I don't know, you and a stick. Just give us <gasps> This is
0: how we're going to get Michael Winslow as a
1: follower. <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, I watched Deadwood. I was watching Deadwood last night. How
0: fucking good is Deadwood?
1: And th- Oh, my God, Timothy Oliphant? Yeah. Oh, my God, that is a fine, cool glass of water right there.
0: Oh, that moustache is definitely a seat.
1: <sighs> Ooh, grab those handlebars. Yeah. But because <laughs> they, they, a guy got shot, okay, because he had been a miner and he tried to smuggle out of the mines. He had stuck, like, at a really considerably, like, egg-sized gold nugget rock. Up his asshole. Yeah. Like dry while he'd been working. Yeah. And then just shoved it up and they found it. Yeah. And then they shot him. I'm like, if you're going to put a rock the size of an egg up your ass dry. Yeah. Point to you, mate. You can have it.
0: Pretty heavy, too. He must have a fuck. He must do kegels. Mm. If he can hold a mm. gold nugget in like mm. that. Mm. Mm.
1: Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, anyone who wants gold that bad, you'd have
0: it, mate. Anus like Fort Knox. <sighs> What's my catchphrase? (laughs) Something about eating dick. I don't know. Look at the dick. Look at the dick. I'm going to press stop now. (laughs) Look at the dick. Look at the dick. In the tunnel with a stick.